turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. United States has shot down that Chinese spy balloon off the coast of Carolina after it traversed sensitive military sites all across North America and has become the latest so-called flashpoint in tensions between Washington and Beijing. An operation underway now in U.S. territorial waters to recover debris from that balloon, which had been flying at just over 60,000 feet, and it is estimated that it was about the size of three school buses. Before the downing, President Biden had said, quote, we are going to take care of it. The Federal Aviation Administration, as well as the Coast Guard and Navy, had worked to clear the airspace and the water below. And experts say the administration took too much time. This is SRN News. The Dennis Prager Show. The U.S. has suffered nearly 300,000 more deaths than usual in more than two years of the pandemic that cannot be attributed to COVID, with researchers blaming lockdowns and delays to health care. If you know that the lockdowns were damaging, especially to young kids, do you still trust your doctor? The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Another full hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's the best and longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities, and it's right here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Join Mitch Berg, Brad Carlson, and Jack Tomzak for the Northern Alliance Radio Network every Saturday from 1 to 5 p.m. and Sundays from 1 to 3 p.m. Time to look at your weather forecast for today. Mostly cloudy skies, high around 32. Tonight, your low, 23. Sunday, clouds do stick around, high around 31. Stay tuned, Northern Alliance Radio Network, coming up in moments. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that's making talk radio great again, and the show that says, bring us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red. Does he still do the bright, shining red in a sea of dingy, depressing institutional blue? Well, I'm going with it nonetheless. Yeah, it's me, Brad Carlson, filling in for the headliner, Mitch Berg. Mitch away on assignment, but Mitch will be in for me tomorrow on the closer edition of the Narn from 1 to 3 p.m., so hopefully you can tune in. For your uh, triple dose of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming, don't forget Jack Tomzak, the new guy, follows me uh, immediately after this broadcast. But we're here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, that's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. 
And we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to check us out there as well. Uh, just kind of going back to the last segment, and Wild, I appreciate that. Our good friend Wild Wilson commented on our NARN Facebook page. Uh, he Heads up to our caller, Josh, who called in last segment regarding, you know, he was inquiring why uh, there are so many uh, Democrats uh, or uh, people of the Jewish faith were Democrats. And he seems to think that that is in conflict with each other. I, I don't know. But uh, Wild Wilson indicates that Dennis Prager uh, talks about that often. So, Josh, if you want to look up some of Dennis Prager's work, whether it be at Prager University or his uh, radio show's show page or his Facebook page, I'm sure if you do a search, you could probably find out what Dennis Prager, he of the Jewish faith, has to say about that. Obviously, he's much more qualified than I am, Dennis being, of course, of the Jewish faith. So, uh, but uh, appreciate the heads up, Wild and Josh. Uh, hope you're still listening. Hope you find that helpful. And Gabe, why am I seeing an advertisement for connecting with confidence? I'm not in the market, man. I don't. I don't need to see that. I'm messing with you. <laughs> we have a little screen up in the studio, and uh, I was seeing a web ad for uh, what was that? Some sort of dating service or some deal? I don't know, but you should connect with confidence. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't agree. I'm. I yeah. I I connect with one person now that I'm married. So it's just uh, I'm yeah very monogamous there. Thank you very much. Uh, we kind of go off the rails here occasionally. Let's get back. Let's get back on uh, task here. Those of you who listen to my broadcast know that I, I'm a sports fan. I like sports, and uh, I am a. Uh, uh, I have said for many years, Tom Brady was my favorite non-Vikings player. Uh, it was 21 years ago this month. In fact, it was 21 years ago yesterday, February 3rd, 2002 where Tom Brady, in his second year in the league, but his first season as a starter, led the New England Patriots to the Super Bowl championship over the heavily favored Rams. It was his first of three Super Bowls in a four-year span. And then he went through a dry spell. He went 10 seasons without winning a Super Bowl and then won one every other year from 2014 through 2020. Ended up winning seven Super Bowls, making 10 Super Bowl appearances overall. Uh, just an incredible career. Well, Tom Brady, for the second time in a year, announced he's hanging it up, but it sounds like it is for good this time. So, Gabe, if we have that, uh, it's kind of number five. This is Tom Brady's official announcement. He was looks like he was sitting on some sort of dune in a southern Florida beach when he made this announcement. So, got number five, Gabe. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. We're good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. My family, my friends, my teammates. My competitors, uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Okay, so he got a little emotional there, uh, as you could hear. Uh, I, I mean, to put his career in perspective, it, it's just it, it's mind-boggling. He was, uh, he had been on this earth. Uh, a little more than 22 and a half years when he was drafted in April of 2000. And his NFL career 
lasted longer than the time he was on this earth when he was drafted. So literally, he was an active NFL player for more than half his life. Okay, he's 45 years old now. And uh, another, and to put it in my own personal perspective, so Tom Brady was drafted in April of 2000. My wife and I got married three months later. So literally for my entire married life, Tom Brady was an active NFL player until obviously a few days ago. So when I think of that, that just blows me away. Absolutely mind-boggling, the career he's put forth. And, uh, you know, there, there's a, I, I think it's a silly ongoing debate about, you know, the greatest of all time. They have it in the NBA, too. You know, who's the greatest of all time, LeBron James or Michael Jordan? You know, and I'm inclined to say that, uh, I, I you know, first of all, what makes the greatest the greatest of all time? The, the, the guy who's won the most, who's helped his team win the most, or the guy who racks up the gaudy statistics, personal statistics? You know, or is it physically gifted player? I mean, for my money, LeBron James is the most physically gifted player I have ever seen, and I've been watching the NBA for 40 years. LeBron's the most gifted physical player. He can play against bigs. Uh, he can shoot from three. He can guard smaller guys. And 20 years into his career, he still is dominant. But yet Michael Jordan, there is literally, and I mean, and, and again, my 40 years in watching the game, literally no one I would want to have had the ball if it came to making the last shot. No one. Again, I didn't see Oscar Robertson or Bill Russell or Wilt Chamberlain. They predated me. But for in the years I've been paying attention, again, it's been 40-plus years, I got into the NBA when Magic Johnson broke in in the 1979-1980 season. That's what made me an NBA fan because, of course, that was before the Timberwolves were even a team and long after the Minneapolis Lakers left town. So it was because of Magic Johnson I got into it. So Magic Johnson was one of the best I've ever seen. Larry Bird, I got to see him his entire career. I was blessed to see those guys in their entire careers. Michael Jordan, same thing. But in the NFL, you know, you get this, you know, is Tom Brady the greatest of all time? Greatest player, I don't know about. But greatest quarterback, you know, again, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, okay? He's going to get the call five years from now saying, Tom Brady, welcome to Canton, Ohio. It's, it's going to happen. And the guys who are in the Hall of Fame are were at the height of their profession. Was there like 340, 350 uh, players in the Hall of Fame of the thousands upon thousands that have played this game in over 100 years? So if you're going to try to determine who's the greatest of all time, these all these guys have reached the pinnacle of their sport. So it, to me, it's kind of a silly debate. But, you know, it's what we do, Right. Guys who have radio shows get behind a microphone. Yeah, you know, it's 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 an exercise that we'll engage in. So, for my money, I say he is the greatest quarterback of all time. And who's a guy that he's most compared to? Well, his boyhood idol, Joe Montana. Joe Montana won four Super Bowls with the San Francisco 49ers in the 1980s. And Tom Brady grew up in the Bay Area, was a 49ers fan, was a Joe Montana fan. And what Montana did in the Super Bowl, I had said for forever before Tom Brady came around that Montana was the best Super Bowl quarterback ever. In four Super Bowls that Montana played in, all wins, he threw 11 touchdown passes and no interceptions. Had a quarterback rating of like 127.8, and the peak rating is 158.3. That's the perfect rating. I don't know how they determine that. No one really knows. But 
for perspective, the, the, the best you could do is 158.3, and Joe Montana's rating in the Super Bowl was like 127.8, whereas Brady is in the upper 90s, I think. So as far as Super Bowl quarterback, yeah, you know, people say, well, Joe Montana never lost a Super Bowl or Joe Montana never got behind by 25 points in a Super Bowl, which is a silly argument. You know, well, Joe Montana's got a perfect record in the Super Bowl. Brady lost three of them. Yeah, but he's played in 10. Okay? And I'll, I'll, I'll say that, you know, I'll, I'll, make, I'll put it to you this way. Tom Brady got to 10 Super Bowls, whereas Joe Montana only got to four. So there are, even if Brady went three and three in Super Bowls, in six Super Bowls, at least he got to those six Super Bowls that Joe Montana never got to. And Joe Montana retired after a good, long career. Great career. Age 38. Well, Brady turned age 38 just prior to the 2015 season. He played eight more years. Now, again, he wasn't this guy that was just limping up under center or anything. These were eight great years. In those eight years that Tom Brady played after age 38, and again, I'm using that as as a starting point because that's the year Joe Montana retired, his age 38 season, Brady averaged 4,495 yards passing, 32 touchdown passes. Joe Montana never threw for more than 31, 31 touchdown passes in his season. That was his most. The most he ever threw for was 31 touchdown passes in a single season. Brady averaged 32 touchdown passes a year for eight years after his 38th birthday. And also in those eight seasons, Brady appeared in four Super Bowls, winning three of them. So basically what Tom Brady did after the age of 38 in those eight seasons, that would be a Hall of Fame career in and of itself. Oh, oh yeah, in, in his 40s? He appeared in three Super Bowls, winning two of them. In his 40s. So he wasn't just keep coming back playing to just play. He was good. He was effective. And after the 2019 season, he left the New England Patriots, historic career, 20 seasons, winning six Super Bowls. He did, he got to pick where he wanted to go. He picked to go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2020. Boom, they win a Super Bowl. He handpicked the team he went to, and people are like, what are you doing? Tampa Bay? What? Why? Think he knew something we didn't? Won a Super Bowl with him. So what really puts that longevity in perspective, like I mentioned, is that he was an active NFL quarterback my entire married life. I, you know, my wife and I will be celebrating 23 years this July. That that That's what really, really puts it in perspective for me. So uh, grace of all time, yeah, I you're not going to be able to convince me otherwise. And and the loser's excuse is, well, what about Deflategate? Well, what about Spygate? You know, none of those things helped him win. Okay? Look at Deflategate. It was the 2014 AFC Championship game against the Colts where the Patriots blew out the Colts. They discovered at halftime footballs were underinflated. The Patriots had a 17-7 to lead. They went into the second half, outscored the Colts 28 to nothing to go to the Super Bowl. They beat the defending Super Bowl champions, Seattle Seahawks, two weeks later. And then the 2015 season, they start 10-0. and They ended up losing in the AFC Championship game. 
The following year, they win the Super Bowl, complete the biggest comeback in history, 25 points down. The following year, they go to the Super Bowl here in Minneapolis. They lose to Philadelphia, where Tom Brady had a record 500-plus yards passing in that game. The following year, they go to another Super Bowl down in Atlanta and win it. Get out of here with that. Deflategate did not help him win because he kept winning after all of that and kept winning in a more impressive fashion, you could argue. So if you're using that as an excuse, you're a loser and you're just angry because your favorite team didn't win while Tom Brady was in the league. I'm just saying. And I say that as a Vikings fan who went 0-6 against Tom Brady. I don't blame any of those things for my Vikings team losing to Tom Brady. So Tom Brady, greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, Here, I'll I'll just wrap it up with this. The numbers he's put up like 89,000 career passing yards, something ridiculous like that. Well, I'll just I'll just look him up real quick. Uh he had like uh just to just for purposes of accuracy, 89,000 passing, 89,214 passing yards. This is a regular season. 89,214 passing yards most of all time. Uh touchdowns 649 most of all time. The, none of those all of those records he set, passing yards, passing touchdowns, seven Super Bowl victories as an individual player, none of those will ever be broken. Ten Super Bowl appearances as an individual player, that will never be broken. Who in the league right now could do it? Immediately people say, wow, Patrick Mahomes. He's the only guy that could probably do it. Okay? Patrick Mahomes' numbers right now, if you extrapolate those out, what would Mahomes have to do to break those passing yard records, and passing touchdowns record. He would have to average 5,000 yards per season, which is about 300 yards a game. He'd have to do that 5,000 yards per season and 31 touchdown passes per season for 13 years. Can he do it? Sure, he can. Will he? Wouldn't bet my house on it. And, oh, by the way, Tom Brady has not – Missed, did not miss a game due to injury since 2008. So health is a factor, too. Mahomes' game shows that he is susceptible to injuries, the hits he takes. So there's also that issue, too. He has to average 300 yards passing per game and two touchdown passes per game. Every game, not miss a game, for 13 seasons. That's a tall order. Uh I'm betting that that's not going to happen. So, Tom Brady, the best there ever was, the best there ever will be. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, the closer, in for the headliner. Mitch Berg and the headliner edition of the Narn. Go nowhere. A high roller, even when the chips are down. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Some days, I feel so down, I can barely get out of bed. Is this depression? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment, and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-846-2124. 800-846-2124. That's 800-846-2124. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Stevens. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And you can also check us out on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we do have the live stream up and running. Again, I'm filling in for Mitch Berg. Mitch, away on assignment, but he'll be filling in for me tomorrow, 1 to 3 on the closer edition of the Narn, don't forget Jack Tomzak, the new guy, following this program from 3 to 5 p.m. And King Banyan is on our sister station, AM 1440, The Biz, for the King Banyan Show, Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. Together, we are the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, coming up about, eh, actually, I believe uh, a month from today, March 4th. Was it March 4th or March 6th? I don't remember. One of those dates approximately it was the first saturday in march of 2004 the northern alliance radio network debuted so we will be celebrating our 19th anniversary 
as the Northern Alliance Radio Network. So that's going to be a rip-roaring good time party next year, the 20th anniversary party of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I've been honored and privileged to have been on the air almost 12 years. It'll be 12 years in June. No stop sign in front of us yet, folks, and it's because of you, the listeners, who keep coming back, and we appreciate the support. Uh, finally, some sanity amongst some Democrats uh, in the country. This is from National Review this past week. Hispanic lawmakers in Connecticut have proposed a new state law that would ban the term Latinx from government documents. Now, I've heard a couple different promotions, Latinx and Latinx, but we'll go with Latinx. Democratic State Representative Geraldo Reyes believes the term, which progressive activists have encouraged people to use as a gender-neutral version of Latino or Latina, is disrespectful. I'm of Puerto Rican descent, and if I find it offensive, Reyes told the Associated Press, clarifying the term was created by progressive ideologues and did not under and did not arise organically. The Spanish language, which is centuries old, defaults to Latino for everybody, Reyes added. It's all inclusive. They didn't need to create a word. It already exists. Representative Reyes, the bill's chief sponsor, was joined by four other Hispanic Democrats, all of whom are members of the Black and Puerto Rico caucus in the Connecticut legislature. There has been increased momentum in recent months to curtail the term's use, particularly amongst Hispanic Democrats. In 2021, Representative Ruben Gallego, a Democrat out of Arizona, prohibited his staff from using Latinx on any official documents. When Latino politicos use the term, it is largely to appease white, rich progressives who think that is the term we use, Gallego tweeted. That same year, the League of United Latin American Citizens, the oldest community organization in the United States, declared it would no longer use Latinx. The term also has been rejected by Real Academia Española, a governing body that oversees the Spanish language. While the term has been enthusiastically adopted by progressive academics and far-left activists, polling reveals it has not gained traction within the broader Hispanic population. I mean, isn't that just a microcosm of progressivism? They seek out a problem where there isn't any, and they project their own worldview onto it. It's the same thing while we were talking about the gun issue in the first hour. You know, they they, they talk about, you know, these especially the rich white progressives, you know, that they, they come across as as exercising this white guilt and you should too. And so therefore they're going to they're going to rescue the black community by implementing gun control when the initiatives they're putting forth are actually detrimental to the black community, especially legal gun owners who happen to be black. Reverend Tim Christopher was gave testimony at a committee uh, here in the Minnesota legislature this past week. Pretty much everything that they are passing is not going to help the black community because the criminals within the black community, not all of them, obviously, but the crime problem that they're having, particularly the black, the area where Reverend Christopher has his church, he says this isn't going to do anything to curb that crime. Okay? And you have people of color, particularly in some areas, poor urban areas, who 
aren't going to be able to afford the exorbitant expense if they have a firearm that they are legally allowed to carry. But some of the initiatives that Democrats are proposing specifically need to keep it locked up and safe. And if you don't, you lose your right to own a, own a gun and you have to pay a fine, which some of these people aren't able to pay. So it's getting to the point where some people are saying, you know what, it's not even worth risking owning a firearm. If these are all of the processes I have to go through, let's just hope and pray that, you know, I won't need one. Okay. But again, who's proposing this legislation by and large? The white progressives on the public safety committee. And you're talking about polling. I mean, let's go back to a Gallup poll that was taken about a year and a half ago. The terms Hispanic, Latino, and Latinx are used to refer to this ethnic subgroup of Americans. Which term do you think should generally be used? Hispanic, Latino, Latinx, another term, or does not matter to you either way? 23% prefer Hispanic. 15% prefer Latino. 4% Latinx. Whereas 57% say, ah, it doesn't really matter. So this is just a classic example of people who do not understand this culture. And because they don't understand it, they think that they are free to try to impart their worldview okay, on them. Just like, again, trying to, with their gun control policies. You know, they, they're all indignant. You know, they wear T-shirts that say, uh, you know, unarmed, unafraid, when they hold their demonstrations in a park in Edina. Okay? You know, as Reverend Christopher has pointed out, the, the these gun grabbers, they, they uh, rent office space in North Minneapolis, you know, where, which has issues with gun violence, but they're never there until the county attorney goes there for a press conference to announce what he's uh, announced, the action he's taking, prosecution he's taking against a gun crime, and then they show up standing behind the prosecutor as if, you know, they themselves have done something to try to curb gun violence. So, again, this is just another classic case of uh, lily white progressives trying to impart their worldview on and a culture that, that they don't understand. And it's, and, you know, again, these are Hispanic Democrats in Connecticut, okay? Connecticut isn't exactly a conservative bastion. And for them to step forward and speak up and say, enough of this garbage, this isn't a term that should be used, and it definitely shouldn't be used in any state documents, uh, we're putting a foot down on this. So uh, kudos to them. It's always uh, fun to see uh, progressives uh, stepping on the proverbial rake when it comes to this stuff. 651-289-4488, that is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, that's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And we do have the live stream run. Up and running at our Narn Facebook page. Brad Carlson filling in for Mitch Berg on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Think the home show is the place to buy a hot tub? Think again. Come to Master Pool and Spa, where it's free to shop, free to park, and this week save 35 to 70% on a new hot tub or swim spa. 0% financing available. Trade-ins welcome. We'll even haul away your old hot tub. Delivery to your home, cabin, or anywhere in the USA. Save 35 to 70% on a new hot tub or swim spa. Skip the crowds. Save thousands. Now through Sunday at Master Pool and Spa. 394 in Louisiana, St. Louis Park. 
Think the home show is the place to buy a hot tub? Think again. Come to Master Pool and Spa, where it's free to shop, free to park, and this week, save 35 to 70% on a new hot tub or swim spa. 0% financing available. Trade-ins welcome. We'll even haul away your old hot tub. Delivery to your home, cabin, or anywhere in the USA. Save 35 to 70% on a new hot tub or swim spa. Skip the crowds. Save thousands. Now through Sunday at Master Pool and Spa. 394 Louisiana, St. Louis Park. Immaculate Conception School is now accepting enrollment applications for fall 2023. Financial aid and scholarship funding still available. Schedule a tour today. Learn why Immaculate Conception School is your child's firm foundation. Search Immaculate Conception School. Dennis Prager here. Sue and I mean it. Dogs are part of our family. We love Otto and Snoopy so much, there's nothing quite like their loyal companionship. So we provide them with rough greens. In fact, I just talked to my wife about it because we want them to be healthy and we want them to be with us as long as possible. That's true. I know Sebastian Gorka feels the same way. The Pragers and I couldn't agree more. Our pups, Killian and Leia, rely on us to provide what's best for them. And naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has packed rough greens full of vitamins minerals, digestive enzymes, omega oils, and more that supplement their food in a way that has shown us great results. Trying out Rough Greens is an easy yes, recommended by me, Dr. G. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black here, and I'm so proud that the Pragers and Sebastian Gorka have entrusted their dog's health to Rough Greens. I'm so confident that Rough Greens can help your dog. I'm offering you a free Jumpstart trial bag. Just cover the shipping. Yes, your dog's food is dead food, but you can bring it back to life with Rough Greens. Go to ruffgreens.com. Did you know that there's one place you can go to hear God's words of hope spoken into your life anytime, anywhere? Oneplace.com Listen to your favorite Christian programs, read daily devotionals, and get answers to your tough questions all at Oneplace.com or on the Oneplace app in the Apple and Android app stores. Visit Oneplace.com today. Save 700 gallons of water and 250 pounds of salt this year with the new wet technology water softener from Commerce Water. Get $400 for your old softener. Commerce will haul it away, too. Commerce.com. Commerce Water. Go to Commerce.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And don't forget, we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. And uh, we do have, uh, just checking in, uh, Wild Wilson and Gary from, uh, Wild from Texas and Gary from War Road have both checked in. Gentlemen, appreciate, as always, uh, you checking in. Uh, apparently, we got a bump phone number. Uh, I've, uh, I've emailed uh, the uh, nice lady who uh, recommends guests to me. We're supposed to have on Steve Miller of Real Clear Investigations to talk about uh, big ph- philanthropy advancing as a big player in the private funding of public elections. Uh, if she answers back with a legit phone number, we'll try to get Steve back on the phone. But unfortunately, uh, haven't uh, had any uh, or haven't been able to. So apparently, it was a, a it was a different name that you heard. Don't say the name who's answered, Gabe. But was it a different name than Steve Miller? 
Yeah, it did okay. not sound like Steve Miller in any way. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't a Steve. <laughs> okay, well, that, that that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, I, let's get on to other topics, I guess. But uh, obviously what is uh, really gearing up now is the 2024 election. I mean, we, we can't, I, I'm old enough to remember when presidential candidates announced their candidacy 12 or 13 months ahead of the general election. So literally a couple of months before, like, the Iowa caucuses and uh, New Hampshire primaries, which always are the first elections, and they take place in January of the presidential election year. Well, now we're, we're, we're no sooner swearing in newly elected officials than the next day you have candidates declaring they're running for something. And it's just absolutely mind-boggling. You never get a break as a citizen. Now, as a uh, radio host and someone who comments on politics, uh, you know, it's it's endless fodder. And I get it. So the speculation is running rampant. Who is the favorite on the Republican side to challenge, assuming it's Joe Biden? I'm skeptical Joe Biden will be able to make it to 2024. Okay. But if he does, you know, who's going to challenge the handpicked Democrat if, if it's not Biden? You know, and obviously the, you know, Donald Trump has already said he's running for uh, for president again. I 100 percent oppose uh, Trump's candidacy. This time I am never Trump. I was never Trump during the GOP primary in 2016. And then when he was the candidate, I didn't commit to voting for him in the general. I ended up voting for him in the general in 2016 and then in 2020. Uh, I wasn't enthused with how he was handling the pandemic, but I didn't think Joe Biden deserved to be president, that's for sure. So I voted for Trump and I'm done with him. I'm never casting a vote for Donald Trump again in any election, primary general for dog catcher, mayor of Palm Beach, wherever he lives, you know, wherever Mar-a-Lago is. Not voting for him under any circumstances anymore. So I am hoping that the Republicans come forth. With a different candidate and the candidates that are being bandied about, obviously, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, he is kind of deemed the most formidable to ousting Donald Trump. So, you know, uh, that is someone who is being looked at. Now, DeSantis has not even announced he's going to run again. He hasn't really given any intentions. He's been very vague about it. And people ask him about, hey, what do you think about Donald Trump calling you desanctimonious? And he just shrugs it off and he says, well, you know, when you're going about doing your thing and governing, um, you know, you're going to you're going to be over the target. But, you know, that progressive media desperately wants the Trump DeSantis matchup. Because and you and you're already seeing it, that DeSantis is worse than Trump. And I've, I've said it. Constantly, I, I remember when George W. Bush, at the end of his second year, you know, when his eight years were almost up, and how he was vilified and the vile things that were said about him about progressives. It's like, my gosh, this was the most reviled man in the history of our republic. There's no one that could approach that kind of vile hatred until Donald Trump was elected. And then it's like, okay, this is beyond the pale. No, no one could be reviled worse than Donald Trump. Well. Now Ron DeSantis is being cited as worse than Trump. I mean, it's going to be never-ending. I should uh, never say never again, I guess. Uh, Yeah, this is a cycle that they engage in. 
So you know they want this debate. And Politico, they use a disingenuous headline, you know, DeSantis responds to Trump's criticism. Well, no, he didn't. He was asked a general question and he responded to it. Trump wasn't mentioned. Trump sure as heck wasn't mentioned by DeSantis. So DeSantis is the guy, uh, uh, particularly the way he handled the pandemic. And you know Team Trump is scared of him because, well, I mean, Trump, well, Trump's a, a, a jerk to everybody, you know. That's that's nothing new. But the Trump supporters are definitely going after him, saying, well, the way Ron DeSantis closed down his state, but the way Trump wanted to keep the country open, that's going to be used against him. And anybody with half a brain or memory of history knows that that flat out is not true. You had a guy dressed up in a Grim Reaper outfit on the beaches of Florida saying that that Ron DeSantis is killing people because he's not closing down beaches. They were calling him Death Santis because he wasn't implementing draconian COVID measures. So sorry, Trumpkins, that ain't going to fly. If you think that you're going to somehow pinpoint Ron DeSantis as the guy who did, w- refused to stand up to Dr. Fauci, it was the exact opposite. And we've got receipts. There are plenty of receipts. And guys like Dr. Sebastian Gorka, uh, who's doing the performative leg humping of Trump already, I get it. Dr. Gorka has a show on these airwaves, whatever. I just disagree with him on this. Well, uh, another guy I'd like to see, you know, and I don't think he's interested, Governor Brian Kemp was reelected easily over Stacey Abrams in Georgia, despite the fact he signed legislation which President Joe Biden was calling Jim Crow 2.0 or Jim Eagle, you know, the voting legislation which tightened up Georgia's voter laws. And I talked about it last week. Zero percent of Georgians voting reported having a poor experience voting in Georgia under the new election laws. In fact, they had record turnout for a midterm election for both primary and general. And now, here's the irony of ironies. Now you have the Democrats exploring Georgia as a place to hold their 2024 Democratic National Convention. The place that many of Democrats were calling the state of Jim Crow 2.0, they're looking to now have their convention there, which, if Democrats really believe Georgia is Jim Crow 2.0, I guess that's not a bad meeting place for a party who founded the KKK. (laughs) But I digress. No, Democrats can't ever admit that they're wrong. So instead, they're going to, you know, instead, they're just going to, you know, pretend like it never happened. Well, I bring all this up to say that John Gabriel, friend of the broadcast, uh, he of the on, of Ricochet.com, editor-in-chief of Ricochet.com, uh, he's appeared on my program multiple times to talk politics. He had an interesting piece. He's a, also a syndicated writer for the uh, Arizona Republic. Uh, he floated an interesting idea. Uh, headline reads, a DeSantis-Haley ticket? Now that's the way Republicans move past Trump. Because, of course, Nikki Haley just announced, former governor of South Carolina and former U.N. ambassador, uh, she announced just this past week that she's got a big announcement coming up in a couple of weeks, and it's probably going to be that she's running for president. Uh, here's John Gabriel's piece. A podcast listener asked me if the fight over Arizona's 2022 election would be settled before the 24 election. If he had said the 24 campaign, my answer would have been an easy no. They're still squabbling over November ballots while the contest for the White House starts this month. 
The second entry into the GOP presidential primary will be former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. Multiple sources have leaked that her official kickoff is slated for February 15. At least we can enjoy a politics-free Valentine's Day. Donald Trump tossed his hair into the ring three months ago, but the intraparty fight finally has been joined. Haley's track record, charisma, and personal history are ideal for the Republican Party, or it would be if this was 2014. It remains to be seen if GOP voters will embrace any calm, effective, optimistic leader in the the post-Trump era. Did 2022 teach conservative voters that candidates welded to the Donald don't win, or do they want a third disappointing election day in a row? Haley is well-liked by most Republicans, but doesn't have anything like Trump's passionate support. Nevertheless, she was a long shot in her elections to the Palmetto State Legislature and Governor's Mansion. Perhaps lightning will strike a third time. She was smart to announce early, while other potential aspirants are still playing the will-he-or-won't-he game. Former VP Mike Pence, Governor Ron DeSantis, Trump's Secretary of Everything Mike Pompeo, and a baker's dozen of other hopefuls will likely jump in this year. A broad field was Trump's best asset in the 2016 primaries, a lesson the GOP already forgot. It's easier to dominate a debate crowd when the lecterns on stage have have to be replaced with bleachers. The good news for Haley and several other expected candidates, they aren't well into retirement age. Both she and DeSantis were born in the 1970s, finally giving Generation X a shot at the Oval Office. For sheer energy alone, the 51-year-old Haley and 44-year-old DeSantis will be a marked contrast with the 76-year-old Trump, let alone the 80-year-old Biden. Of the la- Our last two presidents entered office as the oldest chief executives who ever served. The fact that Haley and DeSantis are arguably more accomplished and mature than either can't be ignored. As a Gen X independent who usually supports Republicans, I would be happy with either governor taking the nomination. But I'd be even happier if they teamed up and he's exactly right because you've got Ron DeSantis who is in the minds of most people for having turned a swing state. Let's not forget Hillary was projected to win the state of Florida in 2016 and Trump ended up winning it. And it was also a toss up in 2020 where Trump also defeated Biden, but Ron DeSantis won by less than 1%. In 2018. So Florida was still considered a swing state even as recently as 2020. And then Ron DeSantis takes over. And yes, he did defy the lockdown mandates. All right. He was like every governor. They locked down their states in the early stages of the pandemic. Every governor did because no one knew what we were dealing with. And then when 15 days to flatten the curve kind of became an endless lockdown, Ron DeSantis finally said, you know what? I trust my citizens to act responsibly. We've given them guidance, you know, just like Brian Kemp did in Georgia. We've given them guidance. Brian Kemp actually opened Georgia earlier than DeSantis did. Open Florida. DeSantis followed shortly thereafter. And despite the dense population of Florida and the huge elderly population, Florida's death rate was... No worse than New York or New Jersey, which had some of the most draconian lockdowns in the United States. And voters agreed. DeSantis won by a whopping 20 points on Election Day. He turned Florida from a swing state into a red parking lot. He won Miami-Dade County. So his competent governance combined with his electoral prospects 
make him, in my opinion, the favorite if indeed he gets in the GOP field. And Republicans better learn what they didn't realize back in 2016. They need to coalesce behind one person. And Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, Jeb Bush, John Kasich, for whatever reason, none of them could put their ego aside in time to oust Trump, to turn back Trump. Now, I don't know if it would have done any good because Trump was an unknown commodity, never served. That was a feature, not a bug. And great. You know, we don't need the traditional politicians. So Trump won based on the divided field. But it's not like he was blowing people away. He got a small share of the percentage of vote. He just got a plurality of votes because there were so many candidates. But if there gets to be 10 to 15 candidates again, and it becomes apparent that Trump could get the nominee unless you coalesce behind one non-Trump person, we're just going to be going through this all over again. But here's the difference. Trump's not going to win in 2024 like he did in 2016. He's not going to surprise people this time around. Okay, And I know you only Trump people don't want to hear that. I'm just telling you the facts. And I know some of you people are like, well, that's what they said in 2016. Yeah, but he didn't have a proven track record like he does now. And the proven track record is not great. And he's not going to get the luxury of going up against that walking cadaver that's currently in the White House. He's not going to get that luxury again. And even if he does, polls are showing head to head that he probably wouldn't win again. Or he wouldn't win at all because he didn't win in 2020. Yes, he did legitimately lose in 2020. So uh, this is a, a excellent article, azcentral.com, where John Gabriel has his op-ed piece that was posted just today. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, the uh, DeSantis-Haley ticket, both having shown competent governance at the state level. Remember when we used to elect governors to, to, the, to the presidency? Actually competent executives, members of the executive branch who actually have run things instead of sitting on a subcommittee blowing hot air like senators? Wouldn't that be a nice change of pace? Yeah, I think it would. So uh, that would be a ticket that I would be very, very excited for and would wholeheartedly, enthusiastically support because I just want a ticket that I can enthusiastically support. Not like in 2016 when like, well, okay, it's a non-Hillary or in 2020, uh, it's a nun uh, uh, walking cadaver, which that was barely a standard 2020. Me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg and the headliner edition of the Narn, back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Quit smoking, chew, and vaping with a special half-price offer from AM1280, The Patriot, and breathe freedom from nicotine. Get one program for $250. That's half price for the faster, easier, and more effective way to quit smoking. There's a limited number of these half-off deals available. It's just $250 for one person, and you could save thousands this year. Call the Patriot today at 651-405-8800. That's 651-405-8800. 
think the home show is the place to buy a hot tub? Think again. Come to Master Pool and Spa, where it's free to shop, free to park, and this week, save 35 to 70% on a new hot tub or swim spa. 0% financing available. Trade-ins welcome. We'll even haul away your old hot tub. Delivery to your home, cabin, or anywhere in the USA. Save 35 to 70% on a new hot tub or swim spa. Skip the crowds. Save thousands. Now through Sunday at Master Pool and Spa. 394 Louisiana, St. Louis Park. Think the home show is the place to buy a hot tub? Think again. Come to Master Pool and Spa, where it's free to shop, free to park, and this week, save 35 to 70% on a new hot tub or swim spa. 0% financing available. Trade-ins welcome. We'll even haul away your old hot tub. Delivery to your home, cabin, or anywhere in the USA. Save 35 to 70% on a new hot tub or swim spa. Skip the crowds. Save thousands. Now through Sunday at Master Pool and Spa. 394 in Louisiana, St. Louis Park. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost seven percent of the more than half a million people who have tried relief factor end up ordering more that's because it works for them the way it works for me isn't it time for you to get out of pain your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only 19.95 go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer that's relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief feel the difference Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Is me, Brad Carlson, on the headliner edition of the Narn. Sands the headliner. Yeah, you've probably already figured it out. Mitch Berg away on assignment, but don't worry. He'll be in for me tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m. Hey, folks, I uh, just want to take this opportunity, this final segment, to promote a special broadcast that we have every Saturday before the Super Bowl. Yeah, it is the annual Holes for Heroes ice fishing tournament. This is the, if my math is correct, 13th annual Holes for Heroes Ice Fishing Tournament, sponsored by the good folks at Fishing for Life. Check out their website, fishingforlife.org. Every year we have broadcast on the frozen lake uh, in Medicine Lake in Plymouth, uh, just talking to the officials at Fishing for Life, talking about their ministry. And it is a ministry. It's an organization that was founded to appeal to urban kids who, you know, haven't been fishing and haven't experienced the great outdoors and take them out fishing and talk to them about faith, about truth, God's principles. And it's a great way to minister. And what they've done is decided to take this organization and now they sponsored an ice fishing tournament where the proceeds go to benefit those families who have loved ones, particularly immediate family members, serving in active duty military. Now I get it. America isn't in as many wars now as they were, say, 10, 20 years ago. And for that, we should be grateful. 
But nevertheless, we're grateful for the service of our veterans, but we should never forget those family members who they've left behind who go to bed every night wondering if they're going to wake up to a phone call the next morning saying that their loved one passed in combat. And so in order to support these family members, Fishing for Life has put on this tournament to help out those family members, you know, uh, and just maybe take their minds off for an afternoon and enjoy fishing. And so this ice fishing tournament is free to those family members who do have immediate family in active duty military. And it's just a great time, uh, a lot of fun, a lot of patriotism, uh, and people just enjoying each other in the simple sport of fishing. I've already been looking ahead to the weather forecast, and it looks like a week from today, uh, temperatures will be in the uh, mid-20s, which I can deal with that. I, I can absolutely deal with that. Uh, I remember last year, it was as cold a broadcast as we ever had. It was zero degrees, and uh, there was just an ever-so-slight breeze. But when you're on the ice, it feels that much colder. So as soon as Mitch and I signed off last year, I hopped on a trailer, you know, our ready-made shuttle, and took us right back to our to our respective vehicles and got out of Dodge because it was cold. Now, I've been brought – my first broadcast, Mitch and Ed did it the first two years, and then when Ed left the Narn in 2012 – I co-hosted with Mitch every Saturday uh, at the whole or every uh, annual broadcast at the Holes for Heroes since 2013. So this will be my 11th broadcast, and for the vast majority of them, we've been blessed with good weather. It's been 20, 30 degrees. I remember one year it was close to 40 degrees. So for the most part, it's okay as long as you as long as you dress in layers. And we do have a heater in the little broadcast tent, which I always thought was kind of counterproductive. We're on the ice, but we've got a heater running. And I always get a little nervous when there's, like, ice puddling up behind us. But we don't drive out on the ice. Okay, we get a shuttle that takes us out there. So it's going to be a fun time. Uh, I, I, Tom Goodrich, the founder of Fishing for Life, he always joins us and talk, gives us an update on the organization. So he'll, he'll be for sure be with us. But it's always fun to talk to the assorted sponsors and vendors that are out there and get their perspective on what they're doing. So be sure to tune in next Saturday, Mitch Berg and myself on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, broadcasting live from Medicine Lake. It'll be the 13th annual Holes for Heroes Ice Fishing Tournament, sponsored by Fishing for Life. Check out their website, fishingforlife.org. Folks, thank you as always for indulging me, me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg on the headliner edition of the NARN. God bless you all, and God bless America. Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. 
612 The Bird. Trust is earned and couldn't be more important when you have a house project. With over 13,000 reviews online and a 4.8 on Google, you can trust Early Bird Electric. Early Bird is the troubleshooting expert, your go-to for small projects like adding an outlet or big remodels and rewiring. And yes, Early Bird offers same-day service and 24-7 emergency service. Mention the Patriot and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612 The Bird. Call 612 The Bird or visit 612thebird.com. TV news. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest. More hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime, on any screen, free, 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. AM 12.